In a world where one woman locks herself inside a quiet studio and doesn't come out until the podcast is done, welcome to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed, a place you can get connected with Donna and her friends and listen in on some great conversation. And thankfully, unlike the intro you just heard, it's a drama-free zone. You're welcome. Now, as we listen to a bit of music from the amazing Mark Sparrow to lead us in, it's my pleasure to introduce the one, the only, Donna Reed. All right. Thank you. We are here in the studio with Monica Strand, author of this really good book, Welcome Home. It's for kids who experience a lot of anxiety moving. And not only for kids, Monica, but also for parents. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. And tell me a bit about this book. It's great. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Donna. I'm, I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, yeah, Welcome Home is my new little uh, project, passion project, I guess you can call it. I'm actually a real estate agent, and I saw a need for a wonderful, thoughtful gift for kids moving. I was noticing just with my own clients that kids look nervous and scared. They're excited, but moving is is a big deal. And sometimes I think the parents aren't realizing how much anxiety can come with it, even if it's a wonderful home that they're moving to. So I saw a need. And last year during the pandemic, I sat down and and wrote a book for kids called Welcome Home. And now I'm um, releasing it out to the world. And it's it's been a, a wonderful project so far to pursue. And you're a realtor in California, uh, Southern California? Yes. Actually, Northern, up uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Gorgeous. I'm, I'm based in Fremont. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. Absolutely. So you know about moving. And we're there are a lot of instances where you were moving families into California, maybe from out of state or maybe in state, where you could see the parents were having a really hard time with their kids kind of getting adjusted to a new area. You know, actually, I don't I haven't spent too much time with people coming from far away, like other states. I'm really seeing a lot of people coming from one side of the peninsula where the prices are just completely out of control. And they were coming around a few cities away where the prices hadn't caught up quite yet. But even just moving five miles, 50 miles, and if you're coming from out of state, hundreds of miles, um, honestly, the distance doesn't matter too much for a child. It's a huge move regardless. So I was really, really noticing that. And I just I, I wanted to do something about it. So I, I wrote the book for the kids and for real estate agents to to give to the families on closing day to, to give the child a smile on their face, knowing that, hey, it's going to be OK. Everything is still going to be revolved around you and you're the home, not not the house, essentially. Yes. Is this your first book? Yes, it is. I actually really wanted to be a children's writer when I was in high school. I sent away for one of those um, courses. This was, you know, I'm going to give away my age now. This was before big time computer. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> all right. I, I sent I sent away for this humongous binder full of paperwork trying to teach you how to be a children's writer. And 
unfortunately at that time I was busy with high school classes and passing right. classes and all that. And I, I didn't pursue it. And it's funny now that I'm in my fifties that I'm finally going after that dream that I, I never pursued. And it, it's, it's funny how you don't know where life is going to take you yes. and you have to just sometimes open up your mind and get creative and yep. let, let the ride, you know, go forward and, and do something about it. I could have just pushed it aside. Um, real estate is plenty <laughs> to do, but I wanted yes. to create this book. So, so it's, a, it's available now, which is fun. I can tell you're an entrepreneur. And as a female entrepreneur, what are some of the biggest challenges to success? And how do you personally overcome those challenges? Oh, that's a good question. You know, as a female I personally think, and as a female in her 50s, so I've, I've lived a few decades, mm -hmm. I've raised kids, um, I have a mom who's 92, I lost a dad to dementia, um, I have a new grandchild who's four months old yesterday. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, sometimes I feel that with work and home life and all the things that fall in place for women to handle in their lives. Mm -hmm. There's so much noise sometimes and we have to figure out how can we tune some of the things out that maybe don't belong in our day. And that can be, it can be really difficult, but I, I think that trying to stay in your own lane, I think a lot of times we get very sidetracked and we want to please everybody. Mm -hmm. um, if we can stay in our own lane and do the things we feel are serving a purpose in our own life so that we can help the others in our life. Um, for me, like right now, lately, I've been trying to wake up earlier to take some time back when it's still really quiet and mm -hmm. do things like just think, sit down and don't open email and do all the things. Think, maybe meditate, maybe do yoga. I, I love yoga. Um, take time to plan and see what you can eliminate that isn't serving you. And I, I think as females, a lot of times we forget that very important piece. It's it's hard because we're it serving others. We're we're Absolutely. there serving people. Um, the are you a big list maker? I am. <laughs> I do. And I'm so glad somebody gets, else is. <laughs> uh, the list gets to be too long, and my husband loves to make the kind of list where he checks everything off, and he feels so good when he checks them off, and I like to scratch them off. <laughs> I think that's yeah. true, though. You know, I my husband's the same way. They they have a different view on the checklist, the checkoff list. Yeah. Yeah. Are you good about, okay, I'm limiting TV, I'm limiting movies to yeah, give you more the time? The hard part is for me, my husband actually works in the TV movie business. He does props behind the scenes on TV shows mm -hmm. and movies. And so sometimes I have this feeling I want to watch TV at night and we will go down that rabbit hole and maybe um, binge watch something that's interesting and that type of thing. And I have to watch whatever show he's working on, which okay. right now it's Abbott Elementary, which will be going back in production next yeah. month. But <laughs> I, but yes, that is that's evening time only for the most part. I don't like I, I work from home a lot in my backyard studio and I don't go in the house and just randomly turn on the TV. I try not to do that because that could easily yeah. just snowball my day. <laughs> it, it's, it's like social media too. So you're doing all these things. What if someone's listening to us today and they're going, oh, well, maybe they have advice. You know, maybe Monica has advice for someone that's sure. considering a book, which is a huge undertaking and any new business venture. 
Sure. Actually, um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19. I've owned a dance clothing store, a coffee house, a fundraising company where we wow. served folks nationally for about 17 years. Mm. And now my fourth business is I am a real estate agent here in California and I'm going into year five. And so in some viewpoints that might be considered still kind of a newbie. I don't have like 20 years in real estate, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of background in, you know, the personal touch and creating client relationships. And honestly, I think any business adventure you're going to go into is about sales and you need to be confident in what you're in and mm -hmm. how you're going to present yourself. And if, if you want to start a business, I feel that there's no greater way to serve your career. If you want to do something on your own, give it a shot. It, it's very rewarding. Of course, it can be difficult at times yes. financially or mm -hmm. the hours. If you're doing it for shorter hours, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and if you want to write a book, go for it. I, I am having so much joy um, promoting my book now. The writing part came pretty fast because it's a children's book. There wasn't a lot of written copy, but connecting with my illustrator, her name's Jeanette Hill, and I've actually never met her in person yet. She's in the middle of the country, and I'm out here in California, and I, I'm actually working on a second book right now, and you're the very first person I'm telling that to. Oh, great. All right. She doesn't even know yet, but I, I have a second idea. So I think writing a book, if someone wants to, they should totally go for it, and you'll be surprised at the creative juices that start rolling out on paper and you know if you have something to say i think everybody has a story um yes that they want to share and a lot of people yeah. just won't take the time to look into how do i do this i i actually self-published but i am looking now at how to go wide um so that i can get it into things like bookstores and libraries and other avenues the first round of books i'm actually autographing all the copies and they're coming from me um, I wanted to do it that way on purpose so that I could really touch my audience. And my book is different than most. Um, I've created it so real estate agents can buy them in bulk and give them to their oh, clients. Nice. So I want to build that client relationship that way. And you so. know your audience. I do. Yeah. And they work really hard. And yeah. a lot of them sometimes forget that you know, when they close a deal, it's not the end. Now it's just the beginning of that relationship. Mm -hmm. Don't just mm -hmm. walk away. And my book kind of helps solidify that because the book will be kept in the child's room and hopefully they'll remember the agent if the agent is good at keeping in touch and maybe need them later for a referral or um, selling their home if they have kids and need to upsize, who knows? <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the book, too, because you sure. had to get into the head of a little kid, so it's written yeah. in that way. And also, how did you find the illustrator? First, let's let's go into how, the, how did you write the book? Well, I was sitting on my couch in my living room, and I just, I was having this idea about the book because I couldn't find a good gift for the children mm. of my clients that were moving. And I always 
I'm always a generous giver on closing day. I like to put mm-hmm. something really nice together. And sometimes I'll even take them on a little shopping spree to home goods or something. I'm like coming that. to San Francisco now. I'm going to just see if I'm going to buy a house out oh, there. I, well, it's really look at fun. This. And then I'll make a video and share it on social media. And it makes it a fun marketing event. But it's really, okay. then all of a sudden, there's all this stuff in their house that I purchased for them. So they constantly remember me. So that's really cool. But with the kids, I wanted to find the perfect gift for them. And I I wasn't really finding it. So I thought, I need to write it. I need to create it. And I literally sat down. And Donna, I'll be honest, I wrote it in one sitting. And the minute I finished, I started crying because I thought, oh, my gosh, this this is the thing I need to be doing this. I need to share this with as many agents that I can reach. Of course, parents can buy it, too. But I saw it as this wonderful, thoughtful gift that an agent could give and pass along. And the way I met my illustrator was I, I, um, I was being coached um, for social media by Subi Zimmerman. She's called the Instagram expert. Mm. Um, and I was mm-hmm. doing that last year. And she had a closed private Facebook group with people who had all had her training. So I just randomly put in there, hey, I'm looking for an illustrator for a children's book. And all of a sudden, like, 17 people (laughs) said I know someone I know someone Uh and just by chance the very first person was the person I fell in love with her artwork and I just I had to have her and and it was just the perfect match so um, networking and getting coaching and doing things like that can open doors to things you know I I hired I hired Sue for my real estate social media but ultimately I found my illustrator and that is something I will forever be grateful for and so you never just you never know where you're going to meet somebody or find somebody. So. You never do. You never do. And earlier you said you were emotionally affected after completing yeah. this book. So did you move a lot when you were a kid? You know, well, it was funny. I I wasn't tapping into that when I wrote it, but then it occurred to me. Um, it actually occurred to me. I'll be honest with you. Um, another podcast I was on a question and then he he mentioned that he had moved when he was six years old and I thought oh my gosh so did I and I couldn't I didn't Mm -hmm. tap into that when I was writing the book but then I remembered I don't remember the real estate agent at all or being like like even thought of so much I remember grabbing my mom's hand walking through the house it was a fixer-upper in San Carlos um (laughs) And I remember my mom saying, don't touch anything. And all I remember was just clinging onto her hand while we were, it was closing day for our family. And that's what I remember, that tight squeeze on my mom's hand of, oh, dear goodness, where are we going? You know, and so I was six. So it's funny because I wasn't thinking about it when I wrote the book, but I guess subconsciously Subconsciously. that was inside of me when it came out because I was really letting the children know, hey, it's going to be okay. And, you know, at the end of, you know, you're, you're going to be like the tour guide for your friends and family coming over later. And at the end of the book, there's a space for a picture of closing day of the family so they can remember that they've moved and this is their picture. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it just kind of hit me in the heart when I finished it. I thought this, I, I need to, I need to take this all the way. I need to figure out how do you get it published? Where do you get an illustrator? <laughs> what do I do? I, I didn't know any of the steps. I just learned. You so learned along the way. Yeah. How yeah. do you juggle your day with now you have a new book you're writing and a very busy real estate practice? So, yeah, 
<laughs> now I'm just laughing because <laughs> some days are harder than others. Yeah. Um, what I've been doing lately is forcing myself to get up a little bit earlier. And that has been giving me a little bit of extra time. I've been jumpstarting my day with a group. Um, I, I'm an agent at Compass and they have a group called 6AMers and it's agents all over the nation. And today's phone call, there was about 250 of us. And we just get up and we focus on positive stuff. We have really cool guest speakers and we read books that motivate one another. And hopefully um, we'll be able to network in person. I haven't gone off and done that yet with the pandemic. And I just joined a few months ago, but Uh it's really helping me get up early and just start kind of with a win, like a, you, you feel good. And you then I, do. you know, I just, I move with that through my day. I, I do some exercising and then I, then I jump into real estate or book related items that I'm trying to get done. And it's 10 o'clock and you go, oh my gosh, I got so much done. Yeah. You know, and, but a lot of it lately, um, I'm trying to do the things for me in the morning first, because then I'm mm. a better person I'm a better human for whatever I need to do later. <laughs> so it's kind of like, all right, I'm up at six. I'm doing my 6 a.m. call. And then I do some stuff in the morning. I, I read or, you know, I might swim in our pool. Um, and I try to, I jumped into a new thing a few months ago called Bar Method. It's um, a workout and I can do it at the oh. studio a few minutes away or I can work out in my back in my own studio at home. And that really helps me just set the tone that, all right, I've taken care of me. So now I'm in a good space. Now I can do for others because it's, it's important. The between the pandemic and losing my dad to dementia, Mm, I was starting to lose myself, Donna. I have to be honest. It's, you know, I think we all try to always show, Oh, we're so perfect and awesome and life (laughs) is great, but we all have stuff that we're all dealing with. And Mm -hmm. I think we just need a little more care and kindness in the world. So um, being caring, caring and kind to yourself first, I think, can help you do so much more for everybody else. What are you reading that um, inspires you to write more? Ah, this is a great question. <laughs> Honestly, years ago, I felt like I never had time to read. And that was the me trying to do too much, try to learn too much, do too much and not put me first so I can do for everybody else. And lately I've changed that. And for different reasons, the 6AMers have have me reading books that have been really opening my mind. The one we just finished was called, I just, um, what's called, uh, 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. And basically it's how long our lives are typically as humans. And it really puts in perspective how precious time is. Oh, I like it. So that, that's a great read for anybody who's just kind of questioning, what am I doing with my time? Mm-hmm. It's called 4,000 4, Weeks. Um, hmm. One that I love to just open up and read a few pages at a time is called The Wisdom of Sundays. And that was an Oprah Winfrey book that she just talks to a lot of different people and puts really awesome you know, if you only have like five minutes to read, that's a great thing to put you in a good mindset. And then these ones are children's related and they're itty bitty sweet books that have been around forever. And I have a, a new grandson. So I have been reading The Rainbow Fish and Goodnight Moon, yeah, like nobody's business. <laughs> of course. <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> he loves them. <laughs> a little bit about the book. 
What are a couple of pointers in the book that you can share with uh, listeners now? Oh, okay. Um, Basically, the story um, follows a little boy whose family is moving and he just he's scared and he doesn't want to fill the boxes. And, you know, he's watching his parents have a garage sale and the moving van's coming and they're going to this new house. And basically um, at toward the end of the book, it's he's being told that, you know, he's more important than this move. Essentially, he's the home still and he needs to understand that. And then he's old enough that the key is handed to him and he opens the door to the house and goes in and now he's smiling and, and he is excited. And Aww. the last page is a space for if it's given by a real estate agent, they can drop by the house again and say, hey, how's everything going? I wanted to bring you a photo of closing date for, you know, whatever the kid's name is to put in the book. And, you know, it's another touch point for a real estate agent, which is something that agents get so busy and they forget or they don't have time. They don't make time. It's so easy to drop the ball. So I'm hoping that the book can help them do that. Um, And I I just, it's a wonderful way to reconnect one more time. And then hopefully the book will stay in the child's room um, for years to come. And hopefully they keep reading it again and again and remember, oh yeah, that was the day we moved. There's the picture. And as the kid gets bigger, they're going to say, wow, that was couple years ago. And so, yeah. I'm in California today with Monica Strand, a real estate agent there, also the author of a great new book called Welcome Home for Kids and for Parents to Ease the Anxiety of Moving. Uh, how do you introduce the book to your clients? The way I um, like to do it is actually read it to the family before they open the door. And if the child is old enough to take the key and open the door, include them in the process of, we just bought a house, now let's open the door and let the child open the door and be a part of it. If they're too young, you can help them. um, It just lets them feel like they've been included because a lot of times the real estate agent's eyes are focused on the client's eyes and adding the children in is kind of the way into the heart of the whole family and you've now you're building a lifetime relationship which is what you should be doing as a real estate agent and how do you see real estate agents they have your book they're selling homes they're greeting new homeowners how do you see them implementing your book to you know the sale of the home and the relationship with the new buyers yeah i I pretty much just see them when they're going to a closing with their client that they bring a copy. You know, I, some of the folks that have been purchasing it will have a basket of goodies for the family Mm -hmm. in the kitchen and have the book in there. But if they want to go a step further, like they can do what my, my original plan was, was to actually read the book the very first time to the child, bend down and read it on the porch or, you know, in the front yard or whatever. And then, let them have the book. But it just depends on the situation. Are the kids there with them on closing or are they going to read it later? Because that would still work too. But um, that was my vision when I wrote it was I pictured it being read before they opened the door to the new home. Has there been one incident that sticks in your mind where you were just so glad you wrote the book and took the time to do it because it made a, an impact on the parents or the children? You know what? Yeah. Um, and it's not even because I'm, I'm just rolling it out pretty much this year, it's been, you know, trying to figure out how to get the book out there. 
Um, it's it's organically now starting to go out there to agents who are buying more than one at a time, and savvy agents create like reels and video clips mm -hmm. on their social media, mm -hmm. and then they tag me, and that warms my heart bigger than helping my own clients because it's like, oh my gosh, I created something that is now helping another real estate agent with their business. And I, there's one gal and she's just a few cities away from me and she's given it out three or four times in the last about six weeks. So she's like on a roll with closing deals with families and she keeps tagging me. And it's, it's an incredible feeling because it's a completely different thing than I originally signed up for when I thought I'm a real estate agent because now I'm a real estate agent and an author helping real estate agents. So it's it just sounds it's a really good. powerful thing. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds it's good. Fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Any more books on the horizon? I know you said something earlier. Yeah, Do you have a title? I, and... um, yeah, I am working on book two now. It, just this week, I'm working on it. And it's going to be an offshoot of Welcome Home. And anyone who has seen my book, you can tell that the mom is pregnant on the um, in the book mm -hmm. and on the front cover. And the main character is the little boy, but his mommy is pregnant. And that's ultimately why they're moving into that house. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that. So um, it's going to be about, um, I, I think there's the working title right now, and I don't know if I'll keep it, is Mama's Bump Shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Grandma's going to come and stay with the kid because, you know, mom and dad have to go to the hospital and have that baby. Exactly. And so so that's so this book could be a great additional send to the family for people who have pregnant mom, you know, families mm -hmm. moving into houses, which is a, is one reason why a lot of people do move. Their families are growing. Oh, so. you're on it. Well, you've done your so, marketing. Yeah. So this one this one is making me laugh because that's a tongue twister. Just to say. <laughs> You'll make it work. How can listeners purchase Welcome Home? Oh, sure. Um, well, actually, I would love to offer your listeners um, a 20% discount. So I will work that out with you, Donna. I would love to put SpotCom20, so S-P-O-T-C-O-M-M, -M, and then the number 20. Mm -hmm. um, if they put that in the, dis in the discount section on the checkout, um, I'll give them a discount for the books. And Wonderful. Um, they can get the books um, on my website, monicastrand.com. And my, my name is spelled with a K. It's M-O-N-I-K-A-S-T-R-A-N-D. Dot com and I'm really active on Instagram so they can also find me on at Monica Strand and I just started an Instagram for the book all by itself so it has welcome home dot book <laughs> it's a lot doing Instagram yeah. and the social media that goes all along with your project yeah. it there's yeah. you're you're constantly you don't want to get in that too much but you have to, to yeah get the word I out. do <laughs> and honestly my my real estate business took kind of almost like a slight hiatus while I've been doing all this because mm -hmm. this was so important to me as well. And I, I really wanted to get this going. So I am juggling um, both sides. It's just, it, it's a handful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have you back to talk about your second book and yes. uh, check out Welcome Home. It's very good. I really appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much, Donna. I really enjoyed speaking with you. This was fun. 
You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in.